This is John Schamberger, founder and CEO of Millionaires Trainings Only Only. We are proudly to support and listen to Good Deeds Live every Mondays and Thursday at 5.30 Eastern Standard Time with your host, the platform builder, Dr. Nate Sunday. So remember, wherever your mind can conceive and believe in your purpose, it can achieve. And don't stop. Get it, get it. media networks that we are connected with. We just love you. First of all, I want to just thank you for your support. You support us here in Good Deeds and everything we do from the radio, the TV, the magazine. When you see us out, you recognize us, and we just thank you for that. We just thank you for believing in us and trusting us that we're going to do the right thing, okay? <laughs> but let me tell you what we do here at Good Deeds. We help you shine your light to the world. And people say, what is you talking about, Dr. Sunday, with that light? But the light is your dreams, your goals, your passions, your purpose in life, and, of course, your destiny. The things that you do that you think about all night, that you close your eyes right now, as long as you're not driving, <laughs> and you can think about it. You actually have that imagination of how you actually help somebody else in this world, okay? Because we need to realize quickly, quickly that your purpose is not for you. It's for somebody else, right? All right. So we help you shine your light to the world. We help you share that message to the world. And that's what we really, really do from our heart, okay? But we're going to get started here real quick, real quick. Uh, We actually, the question for Dr. Renee, actually it was a two-part question. (laughs) And you guys, you know, my team, they they get me because actually – I had a lot of things going on today, and the other hats that I have, you know, uh, and so uh, <laughs> they gave me the question, they gave me the question, they gave me the question of the day, and so the question for the day is kind of funny. People always ask me, how do I create balance or how I keep all these things together that I do. Uh, and first of all, I usually tell people it's not a word called balance. I know it's in the dictionary, but you actually have to put priorities in the right place, number one. And and for me, God is always first in my life. Uh, I start the day off with meditation, dot, dot, dot. And then um, usually I do, I've learned, let me put a question mark there, I've learned, an uh, exclamation point, that the things that I do is the things that, when I spend time in meditation, I put that list together. When I first started, when I transitioned from doing anesthesia full-time to now still 17 years as an anesthesiologist, it's much different in the medical field versus having your own business. Um, what I call it is corporate America, but people don't like when I say that. The entrepreneurial spirit, even though I had my own business as an anesthesiologist, I still had a corporation. Because that's how it set up. So I still was a, you know, entrepreneur then. But anyway, long story short, I try to, I put, and I'm gonna say try, because every day um, you have to be mindful of your priorities. I put my priorities in in place. Now the big thing that I had to learn real quick with all the things that I do is I delegate very well. <laughs> um, it was hard to do that because the, you know, I have 
several babies, you know, all the way from the radio, TV, the magazine, the publishing company, nonprofit organization, and me being a minister. I, I, I have to, I had to learn real quick, real quick, because God is, uh, you know, excelled me, accelerated me pretty fast, and I thank Him for that. Not because of me, it was Him. Um, but I had to learn to delegate very well, and, and I pray that they would take things serious when I actually have them on the team, and they do. Actually, they push me more, especially these millennials. They ain't no joke. But uh, that's the thing that I told the caller when they wanted to know how do I create what you call balance. Uh, I believe in self-care. I get my massages. You know, ladies, we love our manicure pedicures, right? <laughs> but you have to do that. But God first in my life. Number two is my family. And then actually my business is after that. I, I know y'all want to put it in a different category, but I'm just telling you where I'm at. And, you know, and then when I keep it like that, everything works out because I've learned to delegate and delegate well. Um, some people want to see the behind the scenes of what I do. I don't have any problems with that because it, it was a learning curve. Amen. <laughs> but anyway, that was the question that the person asked. And then they also wanted to know uh, what's the difference in being an anesthesiologist and being, they heard about a CRNA. Um, I'm actually board certified anesthesiologist, so I am a physician, amen, 13 years out of my life to, to actually get my certification for that. Now, a CRNA is a certified registered nurse that actually have their nursing degree. They went back to school for 18 months, and they are certified to do anesthesia. So ask people, when, they, when you have a surgery procedure, ask them. If they say Dr. Renee Sunday, they're telling you that they are anesthesiologists. If they say, hi, my name is Carol, and I just throw that name out, not against anybody, that usually means that they are a nurse that does anesthesia or they have anesthesia assistants and, you know, anyway. But, you know, I do the health talks with Dr. Renee, and so we'll go more in deep in that, and I tend to do them every week so we can dive deep so you'll know what you're talking about. When you actually end up doctor, when you have to have surgery, when you have to have different procedures. You don't know. So we do that. So there was two questions my team throwed on me today, but, you know, I think I did it very well. We need to have a drum roll, right? <laughs> but I just love, I'm very transparent. So if you ask me, I'm going to tell you, okay? But uh, we're going to continue on because we have a powerhouse and a major, major accomplished young lady with us. Uh, I just love it, love it, love it. When, when when I just read the different guests' uh, bio, I just gleam inside because I really, really appreciate people that's walking out their purpose. That just gets me so excited. I love celebrating other people. I really do. Y'all know I do. But that's just my heart because if you want to actually fail, you got to actually be able to help somebody else. You need to be able to actually celebrate somebody else, Okay. That's a, that's a tidbit for somebody right there. Okay, I'm not. I'm in my minister voice doing that. But anyway, we're gonna get started here because I'm just so excited. I'm ready to glean from the amazing things that she has done and continued to do in her life. Just a tidbit. We actually have the CEO of VMH Publishing and also VMH Magazine. Isn't that wonderful? We have the CEO. I just love it, love it. But she's done so many things. You know I'm only tipping the iceberg because you know what goes in both of those brands is you got to have a vision, you got to walk it out, and you got to have that branding, you got to have that marketing, you got to have all that stuff down, right? And she does a wonderful, wonderful job. We want to welcome, welcome none other than Vicki Jones. 
to Good Deeds. Are you there? I'm here. Can you hear me? Yes, we can hear you. Welcome to Good Deeds. (laughs) Thank you for having me. Glad to be here. Wow, I love it. She has a nice voice as well, ladies and gentlemen. We got to get her in the radio if she's not in it. (laughs) (laughs) So I've been told. Wow, yes, yes, yeah. I tried to get rid of that sort of twang, but people said they love it, love it. So I you know, I got over that. But but Vicky, let's let's dive deep in this. I know I only tipped the iceberg. Tell us a little bit more about yourself and the amazing things that's going on in your life. Well, there's a number of things going on. Just like you said, I do have the publishing company, uh, which the publishing company evolved into the media component which is a a part of that, is the magazine. And so VMH Magazine is one. But then from the books and also uh, the interviews that I uh, conduct and so many of the folks that I've met and what's going on in entertainment and the digital world, what's also happened is I now have the talent of producing some of these stories because it's the stories that got me into this business. But either way, producing some of the stories and making them come alive visually, and what I mean by that is the filmmaking component. So it continues to evolve, gives folks who don't necessarily have the access to mainstream, it bridges the gap. So people are able to share their stories, they're able to live their dreams, and through that process, they're also able to change other people's lives. So that's what's happening in my world. Well, I love that because you know it, it's. I, I you can just even look in uh, in television now that uh, back in the day, and my mom and dad they laugh with the evolving of things of, of television and how we do media now. Well, of course, with the social media networks, you're so right. All of us have a story, but you got to get that story. <laughs> you got to get that story out because it helps so many people. So first of all, we want to commend you for that because that's a a great task that people don't realize that they feel like they're the only one. So I'm I'm so happy that you actually have taken that mantle to help people to get those stories out so we can help each other. Indeed, indeed. And and the, uh, one of the things that I that I know that has happened uh, in so many generations past, our grandmothers and, and great-grandmothers, is so many people have lived and they're no longer here, and some of their experiences definitely could have impacted Uh, that next generation to follow. But instead, those stories and those experiences that could have prevented, they're not here. So I think it's very wise if folks don't know how to, uh, to figure out how, um, you know, to tell their story. Everyone has one. You know, I look at the the statistics, and I even just served Richard Branson, who is a global uh, entrepreneur. The man is powerful in his field. He owns Virgin Hotels and Virgin Records. He always coming out with the books. He doesn't have to write books. It's not just about money when it comes to books but and the story. But what he said just here a couple of weeks ago, he said he feels like everyone should uh, write a book, even if it's not, you know, for profit or for business or, or credibility or credentials and all that. But everyone should, you know, share their story. So I believe in stories. Uh, and when you think uh, from a historical, spiritual standpoint, uh, people are walking in churches or even living by some of the stories 
that are in the Bible. Those stories are keeping them alive and letting them know that somebody went through the same thing that they went through. I don't care if it's the story of Job. I don't care if it's the story of David and Goliath. I don't care what that story is. (laughs) Uh, That story still impacts folks thousands of years and will continue to. So stories have power. Wow, I love it. Actually, it's so funny because uh, the audience, you guys know my parents are, uh, my, my dad's in his 80s and my mom is late 70s. Uh, and, and we actually, I've been, I had to ask for forgiveness. I was missing all that history. So it's so funny. I had to get them the old time, Vicky, the old time recorder, <laughs> and I just tell them to start talking because they say, I don't want to talk into this cell phone. So it was just so funny, but I was missing that rich history. Because my dad was actually where, uh, and if you, if y'all remember back where they did the march in Selma over the Petrus uh-huh. Bridge, that's where my uh-huh. dad was baptized. Oh wow! Oh wow! Yeah, so I I had to get on myself, Vicky. I said, "Wait a minute!" I, and I'm in media. I didn't know better, but uh, I'm glad that we actually was we we're in the process of getting that together now. But I commend you because. Yeah, everybody has a story, and then y'all know I'm from the South, and Vicky used to say whatever happened in the South, stay in the South, but no, we can't do that anymore. No, 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 not not anymore. (laughs) Right, not anymore, not anymore. And and, and here's why, uh, if you don't mind my interjecting in terms of keeping things to yourself and being quiet and what stay in the South remains in the South and all that is because if people would uh, simply share, open up and talk, there are so many stigmas that are associated with things that are destroying people right now, folks are literally imploding inside. I mean, when you look at what's happening, even just as early as two days ago and four days ago and a week ago and a month ago, things are going off the Richter scale in terms of people losing their lives. They can't even go out and have recreational activities because they don't know if they're going to come out alive. Why? One uh, thing, I'm not, you know, diagnosing or analyzing or, even uh, trying to find out, you know, what activities and why they're doing them. However, the thing that I know is when you keep it in and when you shut it in, it's got to come out somehow. If you don't talk it out, write it out, sing it out, or do something. So if you don't do that, folks are going to implode inside. Writing, I've found personally uh, through uh, some challenges that I had, very painful challenges that I had, uh, early on and when I was in my 30s and my 40s now. But anyway, uh, writing is also a form of therapy. People are able to look at certain things. They're able to diagnose certain things, analyze and get past certain things that they've been victims of or been uh, subjected to that were painful. They're able to get past all that stuff. And then they're also able to share joys, not just the you know on the lighter side. They're able to share their joys and memories and all the good stuff. You know, so I just think that not only for the storytelling side, but also know that stories and sharing and just people communicating, that's a form of communication. What happens is that, uh, you know, people are able to release certain things. I also wrote about that uh, in my books. One of them is a three-part uh, series where it, it, it goes into taking care of your mental health and releasing and uh, healing and finding purpose. And one of those ways that I found that that works for people, so many people that contact their nonfiction or their autobiographies or their um, nonfiction stories, autobiography or their memoirs, they're sharing, they're talking, people talking, and that's what they need to do. Mm -hmm. They need to talk. (laughs) I love it. I love it. I love it. 
Let, let me ask you this: um, with your amazing platform that you have, I, I and you know, also in our publishing company, we we see this a lot that people uh-huh. feel that they're not ready to come to you. Um, how how do you um, approach that? Because you know. You know, a lot of people are, you know, they're afraid. They look at the big people like, you know, let's, you know, they have the different books out there. And Amazon has so many. How, I mean, do you have uh, what we should say to people right now? Because as we said so nicely that everybody has a story that they need to get out. And, and your amazing platform that you have, how do you help people through that? Because I think if we, if, and, and, I, and I'm not saying this in a mean way, but if we actually get to get people to realize that they, you know, that it's a way you can come, come as you are, as we say for the church. <laughs> and, and, yeah, you know, yeah. And, but how do you address that? Because a lot of people feel, oh, I'm not worthy. I shouldn't write a book. That's for, you know, people at another status, if you will. Well, here, here's one thing. The one thing uh, that I'm not is a person, uh, because all of us are limited to a certain amount of time, period, in life. And so with that said, I'm able to detect folks that are serious versus those that are just talking. So when I can detect a person that's serious and they're actually uh, sincere about what it is, same thing, sincere about what they want to do, but they have hang-ups, they have fears, uh, I may talk to them a little bit. Now, I make it clear that I'm not a psychiatrist and I'm not a pastor. I don't want those jobs. However, I am aware of how uh, much of a challenge it is to face certain things and to get to a place, where, even if it's a business book. No, you have something to say. You're an entrepreneur. You started something. You started with, uh, you know, $300 and you end up making $20,000. That puts you in the entrepreneurship category. How would you do it? So folks, uh, when they have uh, those type of challenges and they're feeling as though uh, they uh, are not a writer or they're not on, on the Amazon bestseller list or they're not, you know, a global speaker or want to be or, or just, you know, fearful of that, what I do is kind of give a little bit of coaching. Uh, I charge a fee, though. I don't sit there and talk because, again, my time is valuable. <laughs> However, I charge a fee to coach these uh, individuals who feel that they, uh, they, have the, that, that they don't know the direction, because I think what it is, uh, Dr. Sunday, it's not just the fact that people uh, are feeling that they're not good enough. I just think um, sometimes people do need encouragement. I get that. Uh, But also I think people need direction sometimes. And I do interact with a number of people to help them develop um, their writing. Or sometimes if they they don't feel that they can actually put the pen to the paper, so to speak, or hit the keyboard or start keying, what I'll do is I'll actually do what is called ghostwriting. I'm pretty sure you under, you're familiar with that. Well, that person and myself will sit and we'll have a conversation, or someone from uh, my team will actually speak with them, and they're sharing. And as they're sharing, it's being recorded, and it's just flooding out, whatever it is they have to share. And so from there, we take that recording, and then we go into uh, forming uh, whatever it is they want to what story they want to tell or what uh, they want to talk about this subject matter. Because, again, it's not all memoirs, nonfictions and all that, but also those other books, children's books. Some people want to um, guide children through, you know, the color and the illustration. So uh, the encouragement, I think, for those people who feel that they're not good enough, but if somebody has some serious, serious self-esteem issues, let me let you know something, Dr. Dr. Sunday. That's not something that I can give them. You can't give – you can help mm-hmm. them address the issues through their writing that cause them to have that low self-esteem, but giving them self-esteem so that you can pump them up and say, yes, you can. No, that's so draining. <laughs> you can't do that. That'll, that'll well on you. But you can help people root out why you're feeling 
the way that you do so that they can get on course and know that you have the ability and the power to do whatever it is you want to do, whether it's write a book, jog, lose 50 pounds, become the CEO of a company. I don't know. Whatever it is they want to do, they can do that. So it's rooting out those issues that's causing them to, to for some people. And, again, I learned early on that you can't save everybody. I learned that really mm-hmm. fast um, that you cannot do that. You and somebody else will go down thinking if you're trying to save somebody who really is not putting in the work to save themselves, you have to do that. Mm-hmm. that that's key. So you'll, you'll know. I mean, I, I've developed enough over the years because I've been doing this almost a decade now to be able to determine who is and who's not. And for those who are not or have ill intent, you know, I can't work with them. It, it's just what it is. Yeah, I, 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 I applaud you. Yes, 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 yes. <laughs> <laughs> I totally agree. Oh wow! I mean, cause you know, I and I, you know, I I use a very I'm I'm very transparent, busy. Cause that that was the biggest thing that I had to adjust to as well. Uh, coming from 100% anesthesia, meaning medical field, to you know entrepreneurship in a way, you know the way we do it, you know with the different coaches, dot da 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 da, because. In the medical field, I hate to say it, my patient's not playing with me. They serious. They want me to make sure I do the anesthesia right. But people uh, follow you, and and you probably have had this as well, because you've done this longer than I have. I've had some clients have watched me almost two to three to four years before they even purchase a product. And I'm like, and and, and at first, let me be honest, at first, Mm -hmm. I took it personal. I said, did I not? Uh, display that I was professional in the beginning, but then uh, I had to stop that real quick. A lot of times it's not you. Going back to what you were saying, they want to play. They have other things they have to deal with. So I commend you that you you really is a, is a you know you paving the way <laughs> for us because you've done this so long. But I'm so glad you said that because a lot of people, unfortunate, unfortunate. They want to waste your time instead of actually getting to the results of a uh, finished product. Right. And, see, that, that's one of the things where uh, we also, as, as, as entrepreneurs, as CEOs of companies, we're putting in the work, sometimes 18-hour days, so forth and so on. We have to remember, uh, especially when you're first starting out, you're putting in that before you get the teams that you delegate to, because I did hear you hear that say that earlier, and your life balances off a little bit. But, nonetheless, we have to remember um, to respect – and it's not that we don't respect ourselves, but we're so engrossed into making our business work and um, catering to the clients and the customers. Nothing wrong with that, but there's that thing called balance and self-respect. See, when folks call you all in the middle of the night or sending, I mean, there's nothing wrong with the emails. Or they on Sundays they're trying to get to you, and then when they talk to you for four hours on the phone if you let them, I'm exaggerating a little bit, but anyway, they talk, they hold it up on the phone for an hour and they still, uh, you know, they, they have no intentions of doing any, or using your services. They're trying to get information. You got to recognize that and stop it and stop it. There's too many people in the world that need the services that I have, you have, and so many other entrepreneurs who started from the ground working their business up. And particularly when there is a business of purpose, you have to weed out what is and what's not quickly so that you can get to those who's, uh, uh, who your business is designed for. Some people in the way, they say, you know, they, they, they blocking up, mudding up the water. They, they, they in the way. Somebody waiting. Somebody wow. is waiting on the services that I have. Someone's waiting on you. And so 
if you're not trying to do services, improve your life, or whatever it is, aspire to fulfill your dreams, just move on out the way. And if folks cannot do you that respect for the person that I am, I do me that respect. Mm-hmm. I yeah. do me that yeah. respect. And so it, it's just, that's just it. what it is. Yes, that's what it is. And, and, I, and I don't have a problem. When people go into Walmart, they go into Macy's, they go into Neiman Marcus, wherever it is that they go, and they want that pair of shoes or they want that hairdo, they're going to take out the debit card, credit card, cash, whatever they're paying with, swipe, pay, or do whatever, and walk out with the product. It's the same thing with the services. <laughs> That's Period. right. Wow. I love it. Respect. I love it. Well, <laughs> I, I love it. I love it. Well, Beacon, let me ask you this. Our, with your uh, business, your publishing company and the magazine and just the amazing uh, coaching that you do uh, with the authors and the different uh, people that production model you have. Are you accepting clients and, 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 and let our audience know, you know, what we kind of need to have before we, we don't want to waste your time. We want to have something ready and, and tell us how, how, you know, who you're looking for that actually will, you know, let me, let me tell you, let me, it's, it's, you don't want them to play. Right, right. No, I, I, they're not going to play. I know I, I don't want them to play. Uh, but I'm going to ensure that they don't play, not waste my time or anyone else's mm-hmm. time that I work with. It's such a it's such a disservice uh, to myself and to the people that uh, believe in and the work itself. Um, but nonetheless, in terms of what it is that we look for, uh, the first thing is not the actual uh, pen on paper or paper or, or or whatever it is they've written or the full manuscript. Just say with the books. It's not that. It's uh, now, of course, we have um, some books that come through and the manuscripts that come through. But for me, I'm literally looking for people who feel they can attribute or add something to someone else. They can add something to someone else. And what I mean by that is if their story or their product or whatever it is that they have, if they know that it's going to be valuable or I can see that it's going to be valuable to someone else, not just self-serving, only for you so you can make a $5 million or you can become famous or live like the Kardashians. If you're looking for that, I'm not the person. But if I can sense, feel, or discern that that individual has some higher something that they're trying to achieve, again, some type of message with purpose, that's the first thing. After that, okay, the second thing is what have you written? Are you ready to write? Uh, is it complete? Here's how you submit it. If they have not or they're looking to do it, the next thing is the invoice is coming through. This is my fee for the consultant. So what happens is actions speak. I did not take any shorts when it came to my company. I don't care if I had to invest in three or four Nikon, some Sony's, Mac computers, phones, whatever. I spent the money. If people are serious about what they're going to do, they're going to spend the money, period. They have to believe in what it is they're doing. It has nothing to do with me. Now, if I'm chosen, I'm very, very grateful that they feel um, that I'm the person that can take them or be a part of uh, the process and where they're trying to go. Um, but for me to carry them, that won't work just because of the access that I have, because I do have access to some very famous, powerful people, uh, but that has nothing to do with stories in one sense. Or if folks are looking uh, they look at the gallery on the web, oh, she knows or she has, she's been around. No, that, that won't work. I can see through that. But, again, um, the <laughs> other component is you're putting your money on the table. Your actions, your, some people, you know what, the other component to that, let me say this, 
is some people will put the money on the pay table fast, but then they're slow on action. Now, all that has to work together. You can't put the money on the faith table fast and then expect a miracle to happen. You've got to put in the work, too. You know, so it has to be all those things lined up. And, and sometimes people don't necessarily have anything tangible uh, ready to go. They're, they have faults and they have visions that they've drawn out, sometimes even on a piece of paper. And I take that, and we're going to bring this to life because I can see that they're sincere, they've got the money to back it up, and they're ready to invest in themselves. So we run with it. <laughs> I love it. I love it. I, you know what I really admire about you? I, I could tell in your voice how passionate you are about it. But then what I truly love as well with that is it's time for some action. And, and, and wow. Yeah, because let me tell you something. <laughs> too, many, too, too many things are happening. Too many things are happening that lay people. What I mean by lay people is people that you don't see on the television or who are not deemed as celebrities. There are too many lay people, common folks that can um, be a part of uh, a prevention process on a on a not necessarily global level, but definitely in your community or even on a national level. There are things that we can do. Just start talking. Start doing. Make your dream a reality. Excuse the background noise if you hear some. But anyway, but, yeah, there are certain things that people can do uh, right now to counteract some of these things that are happening. Uh, and I'm not talking about, you know, people uh, in, in one sense that have lost their lives at the hands of somebody else. When I look at that Las Vegas thing uh, that happened out there, and I don't mean to sound insensitive, I hope I'm not, but when I look at what happened out there and those people that lost their lives that was enjoying a concert, okay, so those 59 people are no longer here. Do you know how many people love them? So all those people that love those 59 people, they're devastated. The folks that were at that concert are devastated. The people who were not at that concert are devastated. So you have a nation of people who are devastated about innocent being taken away unnecessarily, you see? And so when you have all those types of people, all those, there's, some, there's some pushback. There's some pushback. And what that pushback is is the person that's living either Las Vegas or Orlando or Atlanta or New York, those folks can begin to say, uh-uh, we're going to encourage each other. We're going to know that we can do things to build back up to instill some hope through business, through entrepreneurship, uh, I'm sorry, entrepreneurship with purpose, not just, oh, I want to make a whole bunch of money and I want to be famous. Not that, uh, you know, uh, stuff that, something with substance. Do you know what that does for people on the inside who have been devastated? That's called love of a community. And so there is something that people can do uh, if they just believe, take action, and not just sit there and talk about it for 20 years, to counteract the devastation that's happening across our mm-hmm. And it's not going mm-hmm. to slow down. It's not going to So I'm looking, I'm waiting on those people who have the heart enough to step up and say, you know what, life is too short. We're not guaranteed nothing. And even that, for these people who've been through this devastation, it's time for me to stand up and pump somebody with some hope. Just do. Those are the people mm-hmm. I'm looking for. It's a lot of folks. Let me tell you something. They they went and they, they declared an opioid crisis, Trump, President Trump did. And then there's a gentleman who contacted me, the man, top rock star, 
top rock star, heavy metal, so-and-so-and-so. And so. The, the band is still playing. I won't mention his name. But he contacted me about his story a couple days ago and what it's like to really be in one of those rock bands, so-and-so, touring the country, going from eating, he said, you know, going from eating Roman noodles to prime ribs and steak and all that. But that's, that's what he, the guy said. But wow. what he's talking about in his experiences right now can help those people where the country has been declared there's an opioid, the heroin, whatever it is that's going on. But that man who was in that rock band who decided, no, I'm going to leave this, and this is what I'm going to do, that man mm-hmm. is in a position to help these people just by sharing his story. You see? Mm. I love it. I love it. Wow. Wow, wow. Well, we're going to be waiting. We just love everything that you do. So <laughs> we just excited and, and so happy. You know, time goes by so quickly here at Good Deeds. If we missed anything, please, please share that. And then, of course, tell us how we can um, contact you, how we can actually get information about your products and services, and information about how we can subscribe to your magazine and connect with you on social media as well. Now, you did ask me that a while ago. You did put that in there, but I get so passionate and caught up in the subject that I just totally uh, failed to share that information. Well, uh, the publishing company is VMH Publishing, and I think it's on the flyer that you have at vmhpublishing.com. And then my maiden name, because I am a newlywed, uh, vickyhankins.net. There's plenty of information there. Or just Google, you know, just Google Vicky Hankins, because, again, I'm a newlywed of a month and a few days. Um, so Vicky Hankins uh, is was the brand, and still is, but it's just I, I, the, the information is primarily there. Um, if someone wanted to contact me or um, someone just uh, that's, that works with me, just go to info, email, info at vickyhankins.net. Uh, the email will be received. We do reply. Um, in terms of the magazine, now the one thing that I did not want to do is I didn't want any monetary, uh, I won't say monetary gains because uh, monies are made through advertising, but the primary reason for that publication was to make way uh, for people who could not get their voice. Just like you have this show uh, and it's radio. That magazine was a way for people to get their stuff out there, get their stories out there, get their products out there, so forth and so on. So that was not necessarily for the purpose of subscriptions, and people can uh, subscribe by paying something. It's free. Uh, go to vmhmagazine.com. It's there. Uh, information is there regularly. Uh, there's a lot of entertainment there because I do love entertainment too, and not just the books. You know, entertainment is included when it comes to storytelling with films and music and all that good stuff. But anyway, there's a, it's a lifestyle uh, publication, so it has health tips, it has entertainment and good taste, it has, um, you know, just a number of things, social things, books, just a number of things that people can actually read and enjoy. And for those who want to advertise their products, uh, there's the option for them to be able to do that too. Um, in terms of the products that I have, they're primarily right now they're books. Go to Amazon.com, put in um, Vicki Hankins, and uh, they'll come up. There's a new one that's coming out as well, um, bouncing around the title a little bit, but that one um, will definitely let people know how I went from zero to uh, six figures when it comes to my company. So they can, uh, for the most part, uh, you know, follow the guide. And some of it is not just company business, but it's also life rules, in my opinion, that can be applied right now. 
<laughs> I love it. I love it because I say, wait a minute. I made my my uh, light bulb went on in my head because you know I went from six figures to zero in one day. <laughs> oh wow! When I told my dog but the other thing too let me let me let you know this too i'm all over social media so if vicky if they go to vicky hankins and some of it is well is now saying vicky jones um they'll find it so it's just google just hit google and one way or another the information is out there but that is such a uh, interesting thing from zero to six figures and then from six figures to zero uh, with your job but i'm all it sounds like to me just based on what you were sharing when you were coming in on the show, uh, that you are in a, mm-hmm. you're in a very rewarding uh, environment in terms of your work. Oh, thank you. You just you're amazing. I love you. I love you. Need to look into that that media piece with that radio and TV because you have, you have you 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 have you do. You, let me just say this right quick, ladies and gentlemen. I don't know if you really pay attention to the tactics. So I always say the tactics. It's just me as a person. I always have my guests. You know, and people say, Dr. Sunny, when I go in other places, they don't make me feel so happy and excited like you do. But let me tell you what Vicky just did. She did the same thing that I try my best to do on every broadcast, and I thank God that he's put that in me, that she even made the guest smile and blush. Isn't that amazing? <laughs> that she even made the host rather. <laughs> indeed, indeed, indeed. But I'm grateful for you I having me. So you already and have I, the right on the wall to be a great media personality. <laughs> Oh wow! Isn't that something? And let me say this: I too have watched your your business blossom, and to see the amount of followers, and for you to be able to multitask, have everything in perspective—that's what it's about. And then, um, you know, people leading lives filled with purpose and rewards versus some empty, mm-hmm. shallow something. It, that's not. It's that's that's, that's yes. played out, in my opinion. Yes, 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 yes. Oh wow! Well, we just thank you so much. First of all, for being in your purpose, and thank you so much for being a guest here on Good Deeds. If you need us for anything here at Good Deeds, please, please don't hesitate to contact us. Indeed, indeed. Thank you so much for having me, and I will be watching. <laughs> as you continue right. I love it, I love it. <laughs> oh, wow. Woo, well, ladies and gentlemen, ladies, I know you ready for the replay. Hold on, hold on. This She was powerful. I love it. I love it that we can celebrate each other. That's what we're supposed to do. If you want any information about us here at Good Deeds, you know, in regards to being a guest and also any advertising sponsorship uh, for the radio, the TV, you want us to come out to your events, uh, we can do that. You want me to host your red carpet, host your events, we can take care of that, too. Um, and then the magazine, if you want to be a contributor, if you want to advertise your products and services, please go to www.renee, which is R-E-N-E-E, Sunday, S-U-N-D-A-Y.com. Um, surely watch us on the brand because we're going to split the good deeds up. You know, we have other people that's coming out with their own radio show up under the Good Deeds Media Network. So, you know, with that being said, I got to make sure that the other people are spotlighted, the other shows that, you know, and I'm taking the backseat. Amen. That's how I go. You got to teach other people and let them get their businesses and actually for them to excel in their media career as well. So so we're going to keep, you know, we're going to keep the colors. I got to keep the colors, but you'll notice very soon here, you see we have changed a little bit saying Good Deeds Media Network. You know, I don't say Good Deeds Radio as much. 
And the reason we're doing that because we have several people that want their own radio and show and uh, podcast. So we're going to be doing a lot of that coming up. All right. Amen. But also with our nonprofit organization, some information like that, please go to the same website. Uh, we do scholarships, feed the homeless. We actually help people walk in their purpose. We do have a Pacific project called the SUN, S-U-N project, where we help loved ones have the basic assessments when they family members in the, in the intensive care unit. And, of course, we also have the publishing company as well. But I want you to remember, I want you to remember, you do have a calling. You do have a reason why you were born. You have a reason you're here right now. you got to do the three things. you got to believe. you got to trust. And you got to walk it out. You got to, you say it with me, don't stop. You got to get it, get it. And this is Good Deeds. And I'm Dr. Renee Sunday. See you next time. Bye-bye.